Picking it up with Whatever Wednesday. Stay tuned. Hey, back in the saddle. I am uh, finally back home after running around all over the place and uh, eager to get started again, pick it up from where we left off. Um, I see, just taking stock of the um, episodes and whatnot, just um, uh, most of you know, if you've been following us, um, you'll know my brother. Um, Try to keep things going, keep the baton moving. I see he did a great job, heroic even, Um, but... Uh, We didn't get Monday, Tuesday, so I don't know what happened there. Um, I think he just gave up. Um, Or he had to go on holiday or something like that. But hey, not bad, right? We got it all. We got it all sorted. Hope you enjoyed uh, his fill-in for me. And um, and we've got some... I tell you what. I tell... What we can do is I can make it up to you because I've recorded an extra episode in this whole process uh and that's already out so you can actually just go to doctrine and devotion they've just uh, dropped that i think it was on monday um and that's on it's just uh me chatting to the guys joe and jimmy good friends of mine and um and that's on the 1689 on god's law so i'm sure it'll be of interest uh to anyone who's normally a uh, 1689 Saturday guy anyway uh, but go check that out that's on there what is it doctrineanddevotion.com I should know that let me quickly check doctrine and devotion google go 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 what do we got yeah doctrineanddevotion.com so go check it out there it should be you know one of the recent episodes uh, if you are going to go check it out soon um, great episode great content loved it and just keep listening to them while you're at it um, so that'll you know retro apply one episode um, as an extra bonus. Um, And then just to kind of make up for last time, I mean, what I'll do is tomorrow I'll drop this Thursday Theology episode, which is again with Joe and Jimmy that they recorded on the same day for me or just with me uh, for Two Age Sojourners. So that is, uh, that's again, just an extra treat. You know, we don't normally get Joe and Jimmy on, so that's great. And um, it was so much fun recording with them. Such good guys. Um, so that's coming tomorrow, and we're talking about you know ecclesiology, and we'll keep it in that in that Thursday theology theme. Um, added to that, um, just because we're making up over here, um, Nick spent his time at School of Theology, uh, and he managed to get a little interview with Fred Malone. Um, and I think that sort of centers around. Well, it's just kind of an intro to Fred Malone, and uh, talks a little bit about the issue uh well of baptism if you know fred malone's story he's he's been a presbyterian and a baptist and a presbyterian and a baptist and he wrote the book on it literally so um he ended up baptist and he's always an interesting guy to talk to and he makes some good points in that interview so um with no intention of in any way connecting anything we're doing to anything of the founders trouble and uh controversy going on now and if you don't know about it don't worry about it but uh you know we just managed to get that from fred and fred's a good friend and uh, i don't really care about anything else in founders it's just totally out of our out of our um area of uh i wouldn't say influence but just area of of even caring uh it's like an america thing you know it's just beyond me um anyway all right so that's coming on uh that we'll drop that on saturday with nick and fred 
Um, you'll have to just excuse the sound quality there as well. Um, there, in fact, I'll just go ahead and say Nick. Nick also managed to get a, a, a whole bunch of, of things done, <clears throat> but uh, the sound quality didn't come out so well. Um, and so I'm trying to salvage some of it, but I don't know. We might have to redo some of those, or I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but we'll definitely get that Fred Malone one out to you. So that's Saturday. Okay, so we got Thursday coming out with Joe and Jimmy, Saturday with Fred Malone. Whew, big leagues. Um, and then Friday, I'll... Oh, man, I spoke to John Frame. I spent the whole day with... Not the whole day, but uh, it's been the, like more or less the whole day at RTS, uh, Reformed Theological Seminary in Orlando, um, and uh, a good deal of the day uh, chatting with John Frame and John Mathis. So um, just hanging out there with the bookstore, and I don't know if you follow me on um, on Twitter, or at least on Instagram or whatever, you would have seen some of those pics. I was like a, a very excited little boy running around in a very exciting place can't think of anything to describe that level of happiness right now. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do today, though, because it's whatever Wednesday, and I thought I'd give you a break from, well, actually, Andrew's probably on holiday anyway, so I haven't tried to get hold of him, but uh, for the sake of just giving you something different, a little break from Andre, um, let's let's talk a little bit about um, something that just dawned on me that has ha- happened so many times. Um, I tend to travel quite a bit. It's just sort of accumulated over the years. I haven't really ever sought to be one of those traveling guys, but it's just, I suppose, comes with the territory to some to some degree. So I just feel like I know airplanes quite well, even though I hate flying. And I feel like I know the process of going somewhere and and just, you know, going on a trip somewhere. And I know a lot of people do this. It's not, it's not just me, but if you're in business, I know like Benny, one of our elders, Grayson is always going somewhere just so often that he doesn't even think about it. Um, and many people do this, and so I'm sure many will be able to resonate with what I'm going to talk about. Um, but just some of the process of traveling spiritualized. Maybe we could call this episode Traveling Spiritualized. Um, and, I, and I say that not tongue-in-cheek. I say that, you know, it really tends to be, I've learned to mark these moments um, as moments that I know that God is just waiting to get hold of me and something's going to happen and just uh, there is a providential reality to the whole traveling thing. There is a difficulty to it. There is a, it doesn't, and I'm not talking about whether you're traveling first class or, you know, in, in a cargo ship. I mean, that sort of, I mean, I'm sure that carries its own things. But um, besides that, I feel more like the dynamic of travel um, is something that is just so, um, as, I, I, as I move on in life, I feel like it's become more and more of a thing. Now, what am I talking about exactly? Well, um, I'm hoping to sort of tuck in on a principle that I feel, if, if landed on well, can be applied to almost, almost daily to any aspect of, of um, traveling. And I think it actually must be done the more that I think about it. I'm, thinking, I'm going to be more intentional about this. What I'm talking about is that, that process where you, know, you come to the point where you have to, you have to say goodbye to your family. That's something, you know, if you're going off to work in the morning, typically you do that anyway, but it's just a little bit, if you're going away for 10 days, even if it's not overseas, you know, even if it's just a neighboring city, if you're going away for a week or whatever, two weeks, it becomes more intense because, um, you know, you're saying goodbye if you have little kids or big kids or a wife. I remember when I was traveling, uh, I used to travel a lot when I was single, unattached, and even before I was a Christian, didn't 
there was none of this that I'm talking about now. So maybe one, one area I need to qualify this is, is like when you've shot roots somewhere, traveling becomes a thing. Uh, maybe not so much of a thing. But on the other hand, you're always saying goodbye to something when you go traveling or when you go somewhere. Uh, some people that you love, even if it's just the comforts of your own normal activity and routine, something you can apply here, I think. But especially if you've got a family and kids and just, you know, a whole thing going. Um, so what you say, have to say goodbye, right? Usually for me, that is like tearing soul from body. I just, there's something about it that I think it is because you know that, uh, that you don't want to, I mean, you don't want to get over dramatic, but you know, at the same time, you know, tomorrow is promised to no man. And the longer the time period of not being with your family, you know, there's more chance of something going wrong. And there is more chance that, um, you know, it's the last time you see them or, you know, and again, not trying to be over dramatic, but the worst thing that you could conceive is that you, that something like that happens and you hadn't have said that you loved them with that intentionality before you left. So it's all that kind of stuff. And it's just whether it's, you know, even if you're the most level-headed of people, I think it's right. I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's uh, something that you should try and avoid. I think you have to look at saying goodbye properly. You have to make sure that you round things up. You have to make sure, okay, well, I mean, it'd be good if you could do this every day of your life on the way to work or wherever you're going. Uh, again, tomorrow is promised to no man. You you have no guarantees. It's a great whenever you say goodbye to someone, don't take them for granted. You know, make sure to give them a kiss, give them a hug, let them know how you really feel about them. Um, make sure it's rounded up to the best uh, uh, degree possible um, without turning everything into some massive marshmallow session. You just basically are wanting to use it as an opportunity, a providential opportunity to really communicate that you love them and you care about them and it's difficult for you to say goodbye because because you want to be with them and love them. And yet, um, of course, it would be weird if you couldn't say goodbye. And, and you know, I think a lot of people in extreme situations probably don't say goodbye because they've become dependent on, um, on uh, whether it's their dependence or whether on their spouses or on their routine at home. You've got to providentially you've got to use it as a, uh, an opportunity to be able to tear that that spirit from flesh as it were and, and even though it feels very painful and one of the reasons for that i think is because you, it's a regular opportunity to to place your trust and your and, and consider um in whom your true delight belongs uh and, and that's not to say that you don't have any delight in your loved ones but um, there is a sense also that we can become so delighted in the good gifts of God that we forget uh, to find our ultimate joy in the, God, the giver of those good gifts. And we talk like that all the time, but travel or going anywhere, uh, going to work in the morning gives you an opportunity to turn away and put your trust in Christ and trust them for your family, uh, trust at least Christ for, your, for them, for your family, just placing them into your into his care um placing yourself into his care um where you feel that sorrow you you remind yourself ultimately the only one who can ever go with you anywhere all the time is jesus 
And anyone that you are trying to put that burden on, is it's going to be an idolatrous burden and it'll crush them and it'll mess up their relationship. So only ever put that on Jesus. And so when, if you're, you know, if you're looking for that ultimate intimacy that you will never lose and can never be taken away, it's not in your spouse. It's not in your kids. It's not in your routine. What it is, you'll only ever find that in Jesus. And so use the opportunity of travel as an opportunity to remind yourself of that point when you feel the pain of saying goodbye and the pain of perhaps uh, something that has come from too much dependency on that thing. Um, Or even if it's just a normal pain, you just use the opportunity to look toward heaven and remember what present realities are yours in the gospel and uh, feel the mighty comfort of the gospel in the same um, moment. Um, so there's that, right? There's the saying goodbye and then the using the opportunity to to, to lean into uh, Christ and the gospel and know the the um, the joy that that brings. That's a real thing. You can do that. You should do that. It's not just like people that feel dramatic about travel that should do that. I think if you don't feel that way, my argument would be to some degree or another, you need to think that way. Otherwise, you're wasting opportunities that are yours um, as God gives them to you. Uh, now, not putting a heavy on, but I'm just saying, like, you know, just don't, you know, don't waste things. Don't waste opportunities that are, you know, one guy uh, recently, a friend of mine said, uh, everything that happens today has been decreed by God from eternity. For everything that happens in your life, everything that you'll experience has been decreed from eternity. So walk by faith. And that is what we're talking about, essentially. Just knowing that, leaning into that, uh, living by that. And then, of course, once you say goodbye, I mean, there's the potential trouble of the travel itself. I mean, this, I think, is where I probably get a little bit dramatic. Uh, But I hate flying. Uh, Most people who know me know that. Now, the thing is, I mean, I used to, I don't know, I don't even know what my problem is. It's kind of, um, I used to think it was a flight phobia, but I actually don't even think that. Um, anymore. I mean, I just honestly, I feel no fear in takeoff and landing or um, I, even the roughest Wellington landing and they have very rough ones. I, I, I just don't feel any level of fear at those things. Um, I don't necessarily feel fear of dying, and you know, th- that sort of thing. Nothing that I could pinpoint. I think it's more of a claustrophobia around mid-flight that kicks in. I think that's the best way I could pinpoint it. But anyway, so that, that was, I don't know, that, that sort of came out of the blue after I was a Christian at some point and it's just hung around there for a while and uh, you know through prayer and and just you know trying to cognitive behavior myself out of that eventually it's just been a lot of you know just exposure therapy flying a lot and that sort of thing eventually I feel like I've worked my way through it like I'll feel I'll, I'll feel discomfort but you know in in this flight we had some pretty in fact objectively like it was it was uh, mild turbulence <laughs> You know, you get the light turbulence and then you get the little graph and it goes right into the mild. So just at the, just before it starts getting to high or strong turbulence, that's what we experienced in this flight. I know because I got a little thing that tells me. But, um, but you know, I worked through it. It was fine. Um, what it is, though, and why I bring this up is it was yet another op- opportunity for me to uh, lean into... Uh, a, into the promises of the gospel, into my uh, lean by faith into uh, those things that Christ has assured me 
um, and to find my comfort in the gospel. It's it's something that, um, again, like I'm talking about air travel at, in this particular instance, but it's always going to be something, right? We say goodbye and then we go somewhere. Uh, usually we're doing something and a lot of the time, if it's at work, it's maybe it's a business meeting that's coming up. Maybe it's a presentation that you're going to give. Maybe it's um, you know an exam that you're going to write. I don't know. Whatever. There's always something that we're going to do. A lot of the time, um, you know, it's going to be an uncomfortable thing that we're going towards, and uh, whether that is um, in the actual travel itself or at the destination. I mean, that's irrelevant. The point is that we have another opportunity there to to live by faith and um and you know i suppose one thing that's so profound about it is that when you set sail on this motion towards that thing uh you you really are either going to give way to fear and uh you're going to lean into unbelief or you're going to lean into faith uh, lean into christ by faith you're going to be assured so it helps for me just to think about that and just to see the whole thing as it almost gets me excited about the thing I'm kind of fearing in that in that um, I, I trust Jesus. I know that he'll come through for me. And I know it, it's not just some wasted random experience. What it is is uh, an opportunity for me to grow in faith that Christ himself has decreed for me. And uh, that's great. And I want that. And so, you know, again, just apply that to whatever you've got going. Maybe it's we're literally, literally talking about saying goodbye to your kids that morning and going to work that day. That would be the same thing, ultimately. Maybe going to school. Maybe saying goodbye and going to uni in another town or, or city or whatever it is. Um, and, then, and then there's the process of enduring. You know, you just endure through however long that is and you go through the ups and downs and, and then usually there is something going on. I mean, for me, it's just, I mean, I went to a conference and, and I went to and hang, hanging out with people and, you know, every morning I'm praying and I'm reading the Bible and there's an extra sense of resonance with certain things. It's different. It's different to if you would just be reading the Bible when you wake up that morning. It, and not, not better or worse, but just different. And so highlight certain things. Use that. Again, just hear God speaking to you through the Word as you would lean uh, into Christ in those times through His Word. Um, it's, just, it's just great. You know, it's just difficult. Even if it's difficult, it's still great. And for me, again, traveling tends to mock these moments. Um, you know, I, I've got these little things like uh, God will use the trip to like work through an issue. <clears throat> Even if it's the whole thing is just to show me uh, my increasing need for him or my, uh, the reality of my need for him that I've increased in, in my knowledge of. Um, you know, it's almost infinite in, in terms of application. But again, the bottom line here is to just understand that even if it's a difficult long period that you're going to be away for or you're going to be doing something in, use the opportunity to check in and trust and read the word and pray and um, that might be on a lunch break. It might be every morning if you're away for a month, you know, whatever it is. And then, you know, the coming back again um, is the other thing. And I have just, I don't know where I got this idea from. It might have been John Piper, but for a while now, probably for the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, typically I do two things. Um, when the plane takes off, I entrust my family to Christ. Just, again, reminding myself, He's our provider it's not me, you know, if, if the Lord gives, the Lord takes away, 
um, just asking him to help me walk in that faith and trust in that. And then also just to provide for us and provide for us the way he always has. Just remind myself of those little things as, as, the, as the plane lifts up, you, you just get the sensation that, you know, you are in the hands of the Lord. And, uh, and that's awesome. And then, you know, coming back, the thing is, I always have this little routine where we're about to land and, and, you know, you know, you're about to, you're about to land, you're sort of a, a new season, you're about to enter into uh, a new, new place, whatever it is. And, and, you know, the reality is you can't land, that plane can't land and you can't get off of it unless God had decreed at least one more day for you or for you to land in that place. And, and, and he has a certain sense of, well, he has some things for you to do still. You are immortal until God is through with you, <laughs> until he's had you do the things he wants you to do. And so remember that. Remember that and and uh, take that first step out of the plane or car or wherever it is. I would love to be able to apply this at the same level of depth every time I get into a car. But the problem is you just are so, you know, you presume on the process and it's just there's no familiar, uh, f- familiarity kind of takes it away. But wherever you find yourself able to just kind of tuck into this, don't don't waste it think about this stuff and um, get out of that car, get out of that plane, whatever it is, helicopter, <laughs> after that long walk, whatever, you know, just remember that this there is a sense of purpose. And if there's not a sense of purpose, like what is keeping you from living for Christ? Give your heart sincerely and promptly to Christ from that point and, and walk by faith for His glory. Uh, use it as an opportunity, benchmark, uh, that that thing that that declares in your heart safely he has brought you thus far safely he'll leave you ho- lead you home it's by grace alone for his glory and all of that kind of thing you've got to just use those moments otherwise you know we waste them um, and then you know perhaps the final phase and I realize this is getting on so let me just uh, wrap this up but but the final phase which is an awesome one as well uh, for me personally is just getting back to rhythm, to routine, to family, to kids, to yeah, the place where you're at and, um, you know, whatever that looks like for you. I mean, for me, I just love, love when the kids run up and see me at the airport and see that the little faces have grown and, you know, it's just giving your wife a big squeeze and just everything, you know, heading back at home. It's just, it's all, it's an awesome experience, right? Everyone feels that. Um, but, but the thing, again, that you don't want to waste is that the, every single moment then is, is granted to you by God. But you know what's changed? You've been reminded that these are gifts from the good giver that has been with you all throughout the journey. Um, they are not the giver. They are not uh, the one who, who, who he's not, they are not the source of the goodness that flows to you. They are... Um, manifestations of that goodness and, and and all of a sudden you find you can appreciate life in balance you can appreciate your family in a way that's not overbearing you can appreciate your family um, and children in a way that doesn't take them for granted and worships even as you embrace them I mean, there's a lot of profound stuff there i feel like i could talk about it for a long time but there we go so there's the process of travel spiritualized uh, try and apply that. Try and apply that to whatever you're doing. Soon, today maybe. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm going to try and do this more often so that when I go on a plane trip or go overseas, it's not like a new thing. Or a, I want this to be a regular part of, of the way I process life. 
Um, so I just thought I'd share that, and hopefully that's helpful for whatever Wednesday. And um, glad to be back with you guys and back on this podcast. I've got some, I've got a brain full of stuff I want to talk about. So um, I'll try and spread it out as we go. This is the first one back in the saddle, though. So um, bless you, and uh, Tracy, have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.